Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is May 19th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing uh, doing good in person. This is a uh, adjustment back to, you know, in-person recording with you here. This is this is a rare opportunity. Very exciting. Very exciting. It's been a couple of years. We're in the flesh, sitting across the table, making eye contact as opposed to who knows? Reading tweets, you know, mind wandering off uh, on the computer screen via Zoom or whatever it is we use to record. So it's it's thrilling to be back again. We've had a little fun. We've had some, you know, gotten around, you know, some shits and giggles here at Kiowa for two days. Now we're ready to record PGA Championship preview in person. Spent the day at the golf course. We did. It was a delightful day. The weather down here is just ph- phenomenal. It is perfect. It looks like it will be perfect through Sunday, through the week. So. Uh, it's good to get out. Get, we were riding bikes on the beach. We took the, you know, took the lay of the land of the back nine, got out, saw the course, saw the infrastructure, saw the pro shop, the PGA shops. That was jammed in there. The range, yeah. They give you one. Eh, I don't need to go into. It. They give you a free polo. The PGA trying to they butter you up. They give all the media <laughs> members a free polo. So we went over to the PGA shop and got get some gifts. But you're you're just giving giving away a secret. I can't give that thing as a gift now. I can't give the polo away as a gift. People are going to know that I got free. a free polo because you're blabbering away about it it's on here. Away. You know, people, somebody might think I bought them that nice polo. <laughs> no, it's a busy day. A lot of interviews. You know, we got tea time, so we'll do our usual major championship preview with going through some of our favorite tea times, some amusing or even insightful, enlightening quotes, revelatory quotes from the day. Uh, our initial thoughts of the course, which we now got an on-site view of again during the championship setup. Um, and then we'll have our daily podcast all day, all week. I'm sorry. Maybe have some guests. Who knows? We've had to, somebody, somebody just coming over, you know, leaving a bottle of wine. So, so he just always has, has wine over here. Avon Lynch has a house <laughs> bottle of wine at our villa now. It's just stacked in our fridge because, uh, you know, stocked in our fridge because apparently he's dropping in, having his Sauvignon Blanc uh, every night. But, uh, yeah, maybe we'll have a few guests daily, nightly, whatever it may be. Let's get into it. Um, should we start with schedule for the week? Yeah, why right. not? We have the PGA this, Championship. They aforementioned PGA Championship. The event of the week. The, the major, Oshie this is the one of the major, this is, you know, outside of the Masters, like you can't take the Masters out of it. This was probably the major that I'm most excited about this year. This year. So that's why, one of the reasons I'm here, you know, I was, I was yeah. really excited about, about uh, coming down, seeing this golf course. I think it's just going to be a different uh, test than we're used to seeing at a PGA, and this is this is uh, this should be a great week, great weather, and uh, all the best players in the world. So I'm sure we'll get a bunch of tweets about what a what a great leaderboard. Uh, do you think we'll get a great leaderboard? I mean, we'll jump right into it because because the golf. I mean, there's I not know. gonna be any kind of miracles that emerge out of this, or maybe it is. Maybe the last time we hit, we were here, David Lynn was in second true. place. That's true. You know, Swedish Pancake was was uh, you know lurking around the lead. David Lynn allegedly like some big real estate magnate now, like just quit like maybe a year or two after that PGA. Uh, John Huggin had a piece on it and, and makes a ton of money on real estate now, but. Uh, no, it's fantastic. I am with. I am of a like mind this year. I, I, you know, I have some misgivings, like everything about everything. You know, with the course, maybe the PGA, but uh, I, I think on balance, I'm super psyched to see this venue uh, and this major this this week. I, I think it's. I think it is the best one outside of the Masters this year, and that, that is also why we're here. That and the bike rides. Um, 
All right, other schedule. Let's just get this out of the way before we go full-blown into the PGA. The Pure Silk Championship on the LPGA. That's in Williamsburg. That is from 3 to 6 p.m. on Golf Channel. LPGA, I think that's at a, a die course, too. Is that Kingsmill? Yeah, Kingsmill. I don't yeah. know if it is a die. Is Big it? die week. Okay. On the Corn Ferry Tour, we have the Advent Health Championship. That's at Blue Hills in Kansas City. Whew. Do we know anything about that? I, I do. I, I think they're redoing that golf course. But from what I've understood is, you know, with the spring, it's been extra, extraordinarily wet. Okay. So oh, not God. really going to be fun playing there on wet zoysia. Do you think Zalatoris really turned his back on that? Not playing his home tour event and playing the PGA instead? I think it's... Shouldn't he be playing the KFT? He's abandoned the tour. He's a <laughs> deserter. He's he's probably trying to, you know, I think he's... Maybe Scrivener took him under, under his wing, taught him how to be a pirate, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> abandoning his tour. Um, and then on the uh, Challenge Tour, we have... The Dormy Open, which oh, is in Sweden thank you. somewhere. Dormy, D O R M Y, not I E. Dormy Open. Oh, we also have. I'm surprised NCAA. the Dormy Club doesn't have a, a location there in Sweden. Pumping and, money into the Challenge Tour too. We have NCAA Men's Regionals up and running. Yeah, and Illinois then, got through. Congrats to the Illini. We also have the uh, the Let Them Play Invitational. I'm not sure what it, the official title, the championship that is being run. By uh, colleagues, fellow uh, media podcast, members, another yeah. podcast, golf podcast, rigs and foreplay, uh, which, you know, good on him. Good on them for pu- pulling that together. It's with all the not all, but I think most, if not all of the players, teams that got washed out at Baton Rouge and didn't advance. And it's in Arizona. It's great. Those women get the opportunity to end the season and have, you know, some finality to their college careers for those that are graduating. Um, I will say one thing, just one thing yeah. that kind of, kind of took the, took the heat off the NTAA. Yeah. Who knows what happens? I guess. But it, it kind of, you know. Why? What do you mean? I didn't, I don't know. I, I doubt anything would have changed, but you the outrage. Come the, together. The, well, I, I don't think anything would have changed. Yeah. But no, nothing was going to change once this was, you know, it, it kind of gave the NTAA an out. Yeah, it's like oh here here eh, did it? I mean it's it's still like a it's like it's, an exhibition. It's, it's completely like shitty. Yeah, it, but, it does give them so, uh, something to play in. Yeah, it gives them some publicity, some run. Like it, let them get a little shot, like you know, like and deservedly so. So I saw Brentley Romine make a point to you know, and this is a big thing is like it's getting a lot of attention this week. Hopefully, this can help you know next week when they're playing the NTA championship. Like, let's keep the momentum. Oh, let's not have the negative. It, yeah. it all be negativity. Like, yeah. let's see momentum continue for the NCAA championship, their biggest event. Sure. You know, big event for for women's golf all around. So, okay. I would say, I think that's it. And I, it, listen, like, I'm not. I I think what Riggs and them are doing is is wonderful. I'm just point. I, I just think one of the things it did was take a lot of heat off the NCAA because you, they're. Yeah. I just think, you know, who knows what happened, how something develops, but then all of a sudden, oh, well, they're going to play in this. So, like, blah, 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 you know? All right. All right, now let's get back to the PGA Championship. Where should we start? You want to do some three things to watch? Let's let's talk about walking the course today. We we walked around a little bit. Um, It's it's an ass kicker, which we know. I'm not breaking any news. Did you hear about the wind? I have heard. I'm. I'm. Look, I'm a little tired. I have exhaust. I have wind exhaustion. But you know, we're gonna get it all weekend. Faldo will be on the call talking about the wind. At least Azinger won't be. <laughs> it's, but it is substantial. Obviously, it's up against the ocean. I, I just like how it changes so much. There are certain stretches of the course where your game is has to drastically change because all of a sudden you're not downwind you're against the wind so it, it will present a lot of variety and a different challenge that maybe we don't always see and um i kind of was getting at this with you when we were walking around like do practice rounds like really matter like do they i mean i think some of here, these guys really played a hole when we talked to them you know press conferences midday tuesday i've not seen a hole um others 
you know, I don't, I just don't know the value of practice rounds anymore at most places. Now with this one, it seems like it could be a substantial advantage. Justin Thomas was adamant. Like I am very, 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 very happy is what he said. Cause he got in, I want to say like Saturday night or first thing Sunday and he played full 18 Sunday in the wind they haven't had these two days, Monday and Tuesday. Southwest so he, Which wind. is coming on the weekend. So he's gotten both nines in Monday, Tuesday, played a full 18 in the uh, other wind that's coming. What is it? South wind, you said? South, south, southwest wind. Yeah, west. Right now it's a uh, it's an east southeast wind. And so I, I do think he has a little bit of a prep advantage, even though I, I typically sort of am not too bullish on practice rounds and their impact. Well, I think one of the big things this week is they. I, I think they're planning to move the tees substantially on different holes based off the wind, yeah. which then changes the look of the hole, the angle which you're hitting on, and the landing area. So I think of all the major championships we've seen, this is, this is going to require a lot of prep. And you're going. we might see guys, it looks like it might turn on Sunday, Again? It could be a third time. It, no, just, no, just, just the first, first time okay. right. um, where on Sunday we might be seeing guys playing shots that they've never hit before. And yeah. that, and it just becomes it makes you uncomfortable. Right. Um, they might not know exactly what club they want to hit because they haven't worked it out because they haven't seen it. I mean, I think a perfect example, the guys we were watching today, they all just went to the back tees on every hole and I don't know if they'll use the back tees on every hole when when they're playing into the wind. Like, you know, it was it wasn't a foregone conclusion on the sixteenth hole that guys were getting over the water. You know? Yes. Like yes. that's it. like you had to hit it good to hit it over the water because they're playing the back tee and they're hitting into the wind. Right. So like I just think that one of the things is these guys that don't play a lot of practice rounds, I don't know, and it, maybe it comes down to their caddy getting the target and getting them a shirt on the target, but like it's going to be a different story when that wind shifts and the T shift. And I think that is one of the things I'd like to see really major championships embrace more and more is, Hey, we're going to play all these different tees. We we're, we want to see who's prepared and who can hit all the answer as many questions as possible. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot to like with the setup with the, with the tees and the ability to move stuff around, how firm it is. It is very, very, very bouncy out there, which is great to see. There hasn't been much rain at all around here this spring, and they are, uh, there is no rain in the forecast this week. So expect to see a really bouncy golf course, which is, which is great. I just I don't understand even the need to narrow the golf course. Um, I knew they were doing it and but you know you get out there and it's just it's just silly it's just you know they pick these lines based off of you know they you know effectively just pull them out of their hat and then the lines are sloppy like there's no consistency they don't have fairway lines running into bunkers it it, it just there's some shit out there that just makes you scratch your head you're preparing for a major championship like get get fairway lines and presentation right interesting there were I think the general consensus is it's it's not not consensus is the wrong word, but I saw at least four or five people, um, Adam Scott among them, say like these this could be the greatest the best greens we will ever put on um, right now. I, someone mentioned they were patchy because there's some you know Paspal mixed in with I don't know what it would be Bermuda something, but not I think patchy. He just meant maybe in in color or something. I don't know who that was. It was Xander maybe. Um, but several said these are the best greens we may ever put on. Someone compared them to maybe Shadow Creek, the one when they had whatever the Zozo there. Um, but the yeah, golf course is in phenomenal it's in shape. Good shape. But there are some peculiar things, like you said, the rough. The rough is not high or deep. Not thick. No, it's not thick. That's one neat thing. Is it, you know it could have a lot of unpredictability. There's burned out sections. There's thicker sections there's thinner sections i think it's the type of length where you can get a lot of different lies um which is neat i think one thing everybody's going to talk about playing into the wind and how hard that is playing into the wind and hitting approach shots is really pretty easy because you know once you understand how the wind is especially for these guys it's predictable you know the ball's going to land and stop because you're hitting it into the wind yeah I 
I think a lot of very good players would rather hit iron shots into the wind than downwind. Downwind, you don't know if the ball is going to carry. You don't know if the ball is going to get knocked down. And if you don't hit the fairway, we saw it out there today. If you don't hit the fairway when it's downwind, you're going to have an extraordinarily difficult time hitting the green. Like just hitting the green because they're so firm. And then you get it going downwind and it's just like you're just praying that it stays on the green. So that is something I think I'm kind of I've a lot of people I think are going to talk themselves into this being a bomber's paradise because of just looking at the scorecard length. But I do not. I think it's more of a precision golf course than people are giving it credit for. Um I think it's kind of we've got a situation like Aaron Hills where at Aaron Hills there was a lot of space, but the second you hit it all out of that space, it was a big number. And that's that's what I think he was going to be like. And at Aaron Hills we saw DJ miss the cut, Rory miss the cut, Jason Day miss the cut. So we saw a lot of big names, big hitters miss the cut because they couldn't keep the ball on the planet. Yep. Yep. Uh, these fairways aren't nearly that wide, but the, the I'm not saying the corridors are wide. About the, what, yeah. Yeah. The uh, fair, it, it, it really, and this is where I think it's just silly to have rough in general out here. Is like the corridors are say fifty yards wide, and the second you're off those corridors, yeah. you're in really bad bad trouble. And originally it was designed; it was just short grass to the so to the cor- corridor edge. Yeah. Um, and you know it's just this whole thing that major championships do: monkey around. And and this golf course is one of the few golf courses that doesn't need any gerrymandering to protect itself. You were mentioning the precision. Uh, it seems like chipping will also be oh, essential yeah. because everyone's going to miss the greens. There's different kinds of chi- A lot of them are the year on these, what you would say are catch basins sometimes uh, that are lots of catch basins below and you're looking up into some green. That's way. No, the greens aren't super fast that compared to what they're used to. And they can't be, they just can't be because of the wind uh, and the grass. Yeah. And piss panel. Um, so I think, like no matter how long you are, you're just gonna have to be a good chipper because long and short, you're missing greens, uh, you're not getting home a lot of t- in many cases. Uh, in in two certainly for par five, some of those maybe chips, some of them maybe more full time wedges on a third shot. But you got to be able to chip. So uh, that was another thing. I was just walking around is like just uh, some incredible drop offs around the green, like fifteen. Like you just firing it up the hill off a often closely mown, but sometimes it will go to like the back edge of the basin or into the back edge full of the high stuff on the basin. Sometimes they are, they, they were like you said, inconsistency, right? Like some of these are just going to be mowing down all the way. Other times it's There's not, rough. It, yeah. it goes into rough and maybe rough around a bunker, stuff like that. So I, I, I this is not just kind of, getting caught up in the excitement of being here and being present. I am just, I, I'm giddy to watch them try to play this golf course. I, and you know, I think they will find a way, right? They'll find a way to post. Some guys will find a way to post numbers, mm-hmm. but I, the one thing it's going to be hard to post numbers all four, four. days. Yeah. And the other thing, I think this is going to come down to a lot is going to be avoiding big numbers. There's four par fives. There are birdie opportunities. This is one of the rare par 72 um, PGA slash US Open setups. Like yeah. there's a par 72. There's birdies to be made. The hard thing at this golf course is avoiding the doubles for worse. And right. that's what, you know, I think it's going to, we'll probably be able to look at a lot of players and say, well, you know, he, he made that triple on Friday or that quad on 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 Saturday, and he finished two two outside the lead. Like yeah. I think that's going to be something that we look at is avoiding, you know, that car crash um, early early or just in general across the four days. So we don't think they're going to tip it out. No, um, there's there's you know we hear that they could be moving it up on as many as fourteen of the eighteen holes. I liked. Uh, where is this? Tony Finau had a pretty fun quote, uh, or a pretty. He played it completely maxed out yesterday, and he said, "You know, he got his ass kicked." But 
Uh, this was, again, I played it at max length yesterday, so that was probably a big reason why it was playing really long. Yeah, no sh what is that? I played it at max length, which is probably a reason why I was playing really long. Uh, but the one thing I love about it, if, you know, they're going to move some up, but we're going to get mid-irons, long oh, yeah. irons. That we, we saw fairway woods uh, on par fours. At, at, on the PGA Tour, like what, what's the DJ stat? What's the famous? I only hit in so twenty. Many seven what was it? Twenty eighteen. He hit one seven iron or, or longer, and it came on the whole the Gil Hans centerline bunker hole. So mid irons. Here's some testimony from these early practice rounds. John Rom, yesterday from fourteen on, the shortest iron I hit into a green was a five iron. From fourteen on, I'm not usually the shortest hitter. I was playing with Zach Johnson, and I think he pulled the head cover on every single hole except the par 5 16th coming into the green. That's every uh, an, uh, uh, head cover. Zalatoris, I'm hitting three or four irons into basically the last five or six holes. It's wonderful. Finau, 14 is a par 3. I hit a 3 iron from the back tee. Just a, just a reminder, yeah. if, if you're looking, like the place that most long irons are hit on tour is Bay Hill. So, like, you think about Westy? some players that play well at Bay Hill. Talking yourself into Westy. Westy, Rory, Bryson, um, Tyrrell Hatton. Tyrrell? Yeah. Tyrrell? Tyrrell Tyrrell could be a sneaky pick. He flies a little under the radar because he hasn't played well in many majors. Yeah. 14 is a part three. Here's Fino. I hit a three iron. It's more like my driving iron, which I flight about 255 yards. <clears throat> so, he hit that on 14. 15, he has a four iron. Uh, into a into a par four, he's hitting four iron into a par four. Fino, um, on par five, he hit driver three wood and still had eighty yards in. This Fino, not a short hitter. Seventeen, he played up and he hit a four iron. Then on eighteen, he hit driver three iron. These are a lot of long irons. Kevin Kisner, Lord, hope that we're going to play a tee up on seventeen. He played it at two o two from the front edge of the back box. Trying to hit a 235-yard shot over the water to an area about 13, yard, 13 yards wide. He hits a 7-wood, which he's like, not to go in on the manufacturers, like, but that's a 5-wood now. Like, I hit my, we label it a 7-wood, but it, it's a 5-wood, basically. What we're used to, what would have been a 5-wood. Um, he goes, I think you have a range from a 5-iron to a 3-wood. Sounds fun, doesn't it? On a par 3. 5-iron to a 3-wood. Adam Scott, and this is on 17 specifically, I don't know how holes get more difficult than that. And uh, at the moment, it's straight into the wind. And now if it's downwind, you talk about your your yeah. kind of point that maybe you think downwind's probably harder as opposed sometimes, to the, for some sometimes, of these Sometimes it, it can at be harder. It like, can be I would say hitting a wedge downwind is, re is really one of the hardest things to do because you just, you know, if you don't put it, if you don't swing, when you swing hard, the ball flies. When you don't swing hard, it it, knuckle, it gets knocked down because the spin is really what gets the ball up in the air. And um, it just becomes so much harder to hit wedges, um, in particular downwind. And then, so again, on Adam Scott, uh, on this, this hole, 17, four irons and seven woods. And he briefly discussed with his caddy hitting a soft three wood in to see how that feels soft three wood into a part three where would we see that maybe at what Oak. is it eight at oakmont yeah um uh then here we go it is a long course as adam scott continues when you stand on 16 and 608 and it's playing like 750 it's probably numbers that we'll never hopefully see on golf courses but that's what it's playing like now like is this what you want to play tomorrow no but in terms of consumers and that's what we are Getting to watch and see some of these, a lot of Finau having to hit his three iron a fair amount or, or two irons. I, I saw Xander's hitting a two iron. There's there's real strategy that we don't see these guys have to confront. Spieth is having clubs built that he doesn't normally carry because he doesn't know if his hybrid, he hits it low enough. So he's having clubs built by Titleist. He's having to work on different hybrid shot that he's not used to, that, that keeps it lower and out of the wind. This is what I'm so excited about. Imagine if we saw this all the time, if, uh, if the equipment companies didn't, you know, run over in the USGA, really allow, allow the equipment companies yeah. to just, you know, yeah. allow the ball to go 400 yards. While we're on the subject of length, let's just hit it. Because you were talking about 
you know, the PGA tinkering a little bit and moving tees up. Justin Thomas, your favorite, kind of had this, like, I dare you guys to do this. Like, putting his thumb on the scale, trying to put his thumb on the scale. That's what he likes to do. He likes to throw around his influence. And he's been, he's been very, very active since this pip. Was he it? was. He's doing all this, like, uh, just all sorts da- of stuff. Daily up. Instagrams and, you know. What would I hit? Yeah. Uh, he goes, I noticed he started laughing out loud when he saw the back nine was 4,000 yards on the card. Um, they can't possibly play it that long. I mean, they could. Yeah, they, possible, they can. That's the word, possible. I don't yeah. think he's reading it. Literally, right. literally, they can. They can. <laughs> they, they can actually do that. <laughs> Unless they get a day where there's absolutely no win, the holes that are going to be back down when it comes back into the win, they just can't. They can't play 14, that par three, back if you have this win today. Why not? Guys are going to be literally hitting driver on that hole. Unless the PGA wants seven-hour rounds, I wouldn't advise it. So Uh, maybe we have a future setup man here, Justin Thomas. Very fair. We'd see no centerline bunkers. We can assure you of that. We're just reading off quotes, but I think I'm just trying to hammer home the point of the best in the world are, are and this is what Tuesday is. Everybody comes through the press center, but this is this is these aren't quotes that you hear many places. Yeah, the like the I think like in terms of fear and just unease, it. The only thing I can think of recently is is Shinnecock, that, okay. and that was I think more so from the fact of the firmness and the short grass yeah. and the the fact that balls could be just tumbling away when they just miss by just a fraction. Yeah. I think here the fear comes from the elements and then you know just the sheer size of the golf course. Yep. Uh, this is, I mean. Do you, did you do things to watch? Like Yeah, I guess some stuff. Can I give my one thing to watch? Well, yeah. I, could, I have many things to watch. But one thing as we talk about, he's talked about 14. You know, guys are hitting drivers if they put it all the way back. You know what I love about 14 is that it's the first one where turn. you turn yeah. back into the wind. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you can just hit your driver and whatever the wind does to it, it's still a driver. Yeah, right? you don't get Whereas a seat. Yeah. The first time you're going back into the wind is like you got to nail it. You're you're hitting a par three tee shot. I love that. That's where you turn on the front three. on the front nine. You turn with a par three too. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's right. okay. It's 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 super neat. One of the things that is sneaky, and I don't know if you picked up on this, that die does is that there's a ton of little micro movement. Yeah. So you're not you're never hitting the same shot. Up on this, that the, felt like you were talk, you know trying to take. Oh, a you're you're busy taking pictures of me that make me look like I'm five foot one. Speaking of micro movements. <laughs> Microman over there. <laughs> the best tweet of the day, in my estimation, until Will Knight's upstate, you know, topped it with the Photoshop of you not being able to get on the rides over 48 inches. Someone said, good to see Jimmy Carter get out and get some sunshine. It was impromptu. I didn't mean to. I was must have been standing on some knob. And I, t- I didn't think about it. You do look like a, a little runt. But anyways, Pete Dye. I, I guess I didn't notice it. What did I? What didn't I pick up on? Micro movement. So it, you're never really playing the same direction. Like you're playing the same direction, but if you look at the way the shots are, I gotcha. They're they're just like you're, you're moving from different dials on the clock. Like one one second you're at four o'clock, then three o'clock with the way the wind's moving and. So the ball is going to react a lot of different ways, and you're going to see guys come up four yards short. Hitting the ball pin high this week is going like, and that's uh, usually like a, a mark of a guy that's really dialed in. Yeah, is they they just never miss pin high. Like they everything's pin high. Hitting the ball pin high this week is extraordinarily difficult because you, the wind is just you know so challenging to read all over the place. And we saw caddies out there with like wind meters today, like all kinds of you know fangled devices trying to get gather this you know thing and that's one of my big things to watch all right the the micro movement just Sorry. the wind the wind yeah i mean, just can't be watch just feel it i guess yeah i guess you can watch wind on the wind i think meter. i think that it makes it kind of wide open i talked with kyle porter today i i and he kind of agreed this feels like the most wide open major that i can remember it does. there's I don't feel like there's a dominant player right now. It's not like November when yeah, we had yeah. DJ. It's not like even the spring. Like 
guys have been play, been playing well. Like we haven't seen a lot of guys in top form. Like in a way, the guy that's in the best form is the guy that just like came back from the dead, Jordan Spieth. Like, yeah, like I don't. Nobody in the top ten like screams like, "Oh, he's gonna win!" Like this could be one that we see a winner from, you know, somewhere back in the rankings, deep down the rankings. What the yeah. I think the PGA was the last time we had someone outside the top 50. I think it was Keegan at Atlanta. I think was the last oh, time man. we had a major winner. Outside. Would that be worst case scenario? <laughs> is he in the field? He's yeah, he is. Field, right. Uh, all right. While we're on the subject of wide open, let's do one and done picks. Then we'll get an ad read. And then we'll get back to your things to watch. Who do you like this week? Um, I, you know, I, it pains me that Why I'm going to have to say you? this. I'm going to take Rory because Why does I because he's going to shoot 75 on Thursday. It could be a good score. It could be, right? I just I know I'm going to go. I'm going to probably watch that group. I'm going to go out there, and he's going to shoot 40 on his first nine. It's just going to be puttering around out there. He's going to be billowing smoke like those like the the shuttles in 2012 that you described. Puttering and billowing. <laughs> you love that line for some reason. You keep... Throwing that out there. Okay. All right. Rory, one and done. Yeah, you're going to live and die with them. You are kind of a hex this year, right? Oh, I'm horrible. Pick? Sergio missed the cut last week. I I, I picked Dallas Horace two weeks Big ago, cut. and he missed the cut. Like, he didn't miss any cuts. I I don't I can't get in to my account on the site where they have it. That's so I tough. Don't know who I picked ever, <laughs> and I doubled up on Sun Kane. I'm going to go with Justin You could Thomas. take a club pro and assure yourself that you don't double There's up. Apparently, a club pro that listens to the podcast. Oh, I got him. I got him in notes. I get. We're gonna bring. We're gonna bring. Bring him up. Okay. All right. Let's get to it. Uh, I'll go with Justin Thomas. So, I. It's just. I mean, it's no deep analysis. It's that that prep I talked about. He got yeah. eighteen holes on Sunday. I think he's probably pretty good at golf these days. Is he and, good? Yeah, he's not bad. He's telling the PGA how to set up the course. I, I think Justin Thomas is primed for. He could be Mr. PGA. Do you think Spieth could win? Yes. I mean, I mean a, obviously he could, but where are you on him? I'm in these made these pools. I mean, yeah. my buddy runs this pool, and it's a draft for every major, and we do like the match play. Yeah. And it's a snake draft. I always end up with like pick twenty four, yeah. and of course, this tournament I get the first pick, and it's like, of course, this is the tournament, the one time where like I don't feel like I really good about anybody, and I was trying, I I was deciding between Spieth and Rory. With the first pick. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, God, Speed just doing the whole grand slam. You know what I got? I, I snagged. I snagged the in, the entire team that won 2012 PGA at Kiowa. I got. What's that mean? So I had pick one and pick 64. And uh, one, I took Rory. 64, I took JP Fitzgerald and Victor oh. Perez. We did see JP out there. Yeah. He was planning with Victor Perez. Victor per- the, Perez was playing. Caddy. Yeah, he was playing by himself between two foursomes oh, in a practice round. so brutal. There's the big backups. <laughs> I mean, we could get. I mean, these guys were like, there's no way we're playing in five hours, at least Thursday, Friday. No chance. Uh, all right, let's do an ad read. We'll get back to your things to watch. For our old friends returning after a year plus. This is an audio medium, but if you were, could see us right now, you could we're, tell we're, we're sipping, sipping, sipping down some athletic brews, some non-alcoholic craft beer. It's wonderful. It's perfect for this week. We hit the bottle a little too hard last night. I'm not going to lie. I, was, <laughs> I, I haven't been worse for the wear this way in a long time. I was really struggling to shake the cobwebs this morning. And, they got uh, bourbon coming out of a freaking fountain soda <laughs> thing uh, at this place. And it's yeah, $20. Fifteen fucking dollars yeah. for bourbon out of a, a, a pre-mixed bourbon drink. What the hell is that? Oh, just shooting out of this soda cannon. Just, uh, it was You're having to listen night. to Eamon Lynch, you know, verbally abuse me all night long and, you know, <laughs> drown my sorrows last night. But you know what's doing the job tonight? Athletic brewing. I, I love how our ad read for the NA... Beer devolved into talking about the. Well, this is what the flow. perfect thing I is. I wanted to have. I wanted to have something. Yeah, you eject from that media center after typing, typing takes all day, uh, and you need a beer and this, but you don't want to be worse for the wear. They've expanded their offerings. Uh, quite, they've got you know a cerveza now. They've got a hazy IPA. What we're having right now. It's Free an award-winning wave. hazy IPA. It's okay. delicious. They got I, the upside dawn ale. They've got. The Run Wild IPA. This was a 
pretty popular with the Shotgun Start audience last year. Uh, our new promo code, I believe, is Shotgun Start, all caps. Shotgun Start 15 gets you 15% off first time athletic orders. Uh, I think all shipping's free when you get uh, a 12 pack or more. All free shipping, 12 pack or more. Uh, it's good stuff. I would say, I think you heard me say this last year. I've lost a fair amount of weight. I would say a lot of it, uh, it was mostly started by dry January. And dry January was, I don't think, possible without the whole uh, the whole NA athletic brewing company. It's, it's perfect. Like this week, I know there's going to be a lot of beverages consumed. Yeah. What what athletic allows me to have is just a little buffer. You know, I can I can socially sip and not be worse for the wear. I'm I like I'm so excited to wake up tomorrow. Maybe we'll go sneak into that meeting they got with the Super Golf League. Oh, and we could bring these cocktails, pretend like we're getting you know socially drinking, but it'll keep our minds sharp to kind of pick up any intel. Maybe we can break into. The I know Crown that's Princess the thing. Together. We go to certain places. We're we're in Cahoos. We see people meeting. We see you know this is oh, it's an yeah. interesting week down here because of all the all the stuff that's going We've on. Run into, yeah, yeah, we had dinner amongst the. Yeah, people was, we were not, you know, not a different cast, different class of people. We were having dinner alongside last night. And, and, you know, we were kind of the yahoos screaming you yeah. know, about who sucks, who's an asshole, things like that. While everybody else was probably trying to consummate million dollar deals. Anyways, uh, shotgun start 15 is the promo code. It gets you 15 percent off again. Free shipping on 12 packs or more. And, you know, they've expanded their offerings. It's at athletic brewing. Dot com. Thanks to them for coming back on board. All right. Let's continue with your things to watch this week. All right. Number two, Takumi Kanaya. Wow. I didn't see that one coming. We haven't seen him stateside much. No. Playing a major championship. This is, you know, Japan's next great hope. I was going to say, are we going to go two for two? Yeah. Who knows? He's He's gotten off. His professional career has gotten off to a wonderful start. On the Japan tour. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, former number one ranked amateur in the world. So he's playing with Mackenzie Hughes and uh, a club pro, okay. Ben Cook. Oh, Ben Cook. We saw him on the range today. He looked like a gregarious fellow. Mm-hmm. You had some bit on Ben Cook at Harding Park, which I can't remember. You were making some bad joke about his name or something like that. I don't know. What? Ben E. Cook. I, I don't know what you wanted to do with him. But. Okay. So, so Kanaya. Kanaya. His, his last four starts, a win, T16, T15, T7 on the Japan Tour. Okay. So All right. he's, uh, he's, he's one of the things to watch. I got Low Thomas. Thomas? Yeah. Or Thomas. Thomas. We, we, we first person we ran into today, Thomas Dietrich. Go, oh, it's Thomas. Fellow Illini, you I know. You're going to work up the gumption to ask him, hey, is it Thomas or do you prefer Thomas? I was honestly half anxious that you might wander onto the fairway now. I mean, we got both Belgian Thomases here. I know, they're both here. Peters, uh, Peters, Peters and Dietrich. Dietrich. Yeah. And then we got, we got Justin Thomas. Or Thomas, Justin Thomas, and Thomas Lewis. He only goes by Tom, though. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't think I'm sure ever... it's it's Tom. Originally, well, how do you get with the? Where do you drop the H to get the Tom? You I know? don't know. I don't know why people drop the H or to start with. I know that's. I don't. It doesn't make any. All right, Low Thomas. That's your third thing to watch. <laughs> Takumi Kanaya and Low Thomas. I don't think you're getting that in any other preview show. Those no. kind of things to watch. And then the, we got the the Super Golf League, the PGL, whatever the hell it's called. I'm starting to believe that the the report of there being the the split never existed because it seems like you know. Then you got Chubby Chandler was on the McKellar pod talking about he'd never heard of it. So I'm just. You're you know, talking about the PGL, still PGL, SGL, whatever the There's Super only Golf one that League. Still exists, yeah, really. In, in uh, it seems in like there are lots of things going on. There are a lot of undercurrents uh, that are kind of uh, happening behind the scenes here at this PGA. You know, there are players talking with with powerful Managers. golf golf uh, fellows. Yep. You know, having dinners with them. There's a you manager's know. meeting tonight, 6.30, as we speak, Tuesday night, right, with some sort of representation from this Saudi proposed league. And it just seems like it's progressing. 
folks are anxious. Big J allegedly flew into town. He's here. Love Force One got uh, got yeah. gassed up. Yeah, Love Force came up the coast. Uh, it just seems like it seems like we're getting to the next stage of maybe some guys announcing that they want to do it or they're going to do it. I know Westy had a quote today. He he gave a non-answer, right? He's like, I mean, there's like, yeah, a lot of people are saying a lot of things, you know, waffles, or, you know, weaseled his way out of it. And then someone said like, you know, if someone gave you $50 million, would you do it? He's like, yes. He's like, I'm 48. They gave you 50, 50 million quid to play. I'm doing it. Yeah. So he kind of came out. I, a I life, guess, life-changing amount of money. But it was a hypothetical. He said like, you know, I haven't heard that, but yes, that's what I would do. So, uh, all right. SGL, mm-hmm. Super League Golf, Slug. It's, uh, yeah, things seem to be, talks seem to be happening. Do we, should we talk about the news? The Seth Waugh came out? Yeah, sure. We're on, this? we're on the subject. PGA CEO came out today. Uh, Buddies know, with Big J. Former, what they describe him as a mentor of sorts to Jay Monahan, said, you know, we like the current order. Of course, there are bumps. You know, not everybody gets along on everything, but it, golf's in a good organizational place. Although he did say if we were starting this golf today, like... Not the show, golf today. Not Shane Bacon, David uh, Hack. Professional golf, show. just the scheme, the organizational scheme there is right now is so... This isn't how you would draw it up. There's too many bodies. There's too many, like, stakeholders. There's too many people with, you know, properties and things like that. But he's like, we're in a good spot right now. If, uh, you know, this is not good money, money is money, but some money is worse than others. Some money's bad money, uh, and not worth taking. Uh, he said that. And then he said, what, if you go to this, you will not be eligible for the PGA championship or the Ryder cup. If you go to this super league, that's as strong a statement of support. We've heard from a non PGA tour or European tour representative is that accurate that is accurate okay i think that that's uh it's that's something i think that the pga tour was really hoping to have said by somebody the masters yeah you know and when the masters didn't say it then it was you know who can we press to say next and you know they got they got seth to say it but you know like anything i just can't imagine a world if it's top 10 of the top 20 players go where they right. say no, you can't come play the PGA Championship. That's the thing, right? I, I yeah, like at the end of the day, it is like a little bit of a game of chicken. Like PGA wants to throw out Seth Wall wants to say you're ineligible for it. Like, what what happens if Brooks Kepka goes, number who's, one player in the world, who's who's Are won two P, two PGAs, yeah. like uh, one of the great great PGA champions, yeah. like modern PGA champions? If he goes, like, are they going to say no? You can't play, like yeah. a guy that's you know could you know conceivably win more PGA championships than anybody else right. in in history of of golf? Like they aren't going. That's the thing. It's with all the with all of this stuff. I think it's it's putting up front. Um, there's leverage on both sides. Yeah. There's push and pull. I mean, there's, there's leverage within everything. Like yes. everybody wants something from other people, you know? Right, right. right. So I, I do think like Seth Wah's statement, that's his position today. Now, next week, when 20 out of the 20, top 25 in the world, I'm not saying if they are, but if they say the top 20 in the world sign up for some other league, you can't like reasonably call yourself a major that doesn't have the top 20. And then that gets into the whole world golf rankings thing. Like are these guys not even the top 20 in the world because they're not getting points. And that sounds like it could be a big legal battle and entanglement too. So yeah, that, that is something that's happening here in the background again. So, all right. The managers should we go on to tea times? Yeah. Those are your things to watch. Yeah, I mean, we talked about a bunch of other stuff of ahead ahead of time, you know. Um, here's some of my favorite tea times. I can't wait. I'm going in pretty cold. I didn't have time to look at you were the quote guy tonight or the or featured groups. I had heard Ricky, who wasn't even didn't even qualify on his own merit, somehow landed in a feature group. Mm-hmm. I saw there was some agita about that, but other than that, I don't know much about tea times. All right, here's some groups that I'm watching. Okay. Sung J, M, Brian Harmon, and Ian Poulter. Can you find any common threads no. between those three? You got a slender boy. 
You got a husky boy, and you got a, a little guy, little boy. One uh, guy loves hunting. One guy loves expensive things, and one guy loves, you know, just living on the road, playing golf every week. Every week, yeah. That's an odd. Where did they? That was just kind of guys who were left over. Mm-hmm. They kind of throw them together at the end. Yeah, that's like one of those. Yeah, like the Bubba Scheffler pairing that just kind of comes together. It's like kind of the, the grab bag at the end. Okay. Feel bad for Sung Jay. I Why feel do you like, like he's that? the one that that's a lot. What? Why do you like that tea time? Or are you just I just, more I just I'm amused by it. Okay. All right. Sung Jay does seem to get sort of. What do you do there? We we've gotten intel that there's a you know PGA member that's a big fan of the show. His name's Larkin Gross. Larkin. Okay. Larkin drew the short straw. Guess who he's playing with? Uh oh. Is this who? Dylan Fratelli, oh, no. the cheapest player on tour. Can we share that Dylan Fratelli? Yeah, I think so. That's that a, I was hoping that you would, you'd you'd have it memorized by now. Well, we got some more. So of course <laughs> I've got it. Also in that group is is Matt Jones. Oh, who? I was on top of it there for you. In person. I've got I'm ready to rock. Um Larkin Gross. Larkin Gross. All right, Larkin. He's got We're quite the headshot too. He's wearing his his buff, you know. Buff? I'm a, I'm I'm gonna go Looks out. Like I'm gonna bandana. try and try and go find Larkin tomorrow. Yeah, we should follow him. Get him some you know, get him some merchandise or something. We don't like have that. any. We don't have we have a non-alcoholic beer. We could give him. <laughs> we could. You know? He could come by for some Bixby. Yeah, that's true. He could do that too. Um, or some wine. Some yeah. Smith Devereaux. Yeah. We're the beverage boys this week. We are the beverage <laughs> boys. We're hawking lots of beverages this week. <laughs> some for the morning, some for the evening. Uh, Fratelli. All right. So we heard last Fratelli week, Vision. Last year, inside source, the Euro Tour, or, you know, was out, not at the Euro Tour, on kind of around the Euro Tour, uh, said, you know, he wears the sun sleeves because he doesn't want to spend money on sunscreen. We saw him getting mad about the 195 surcharge for, you know, service workers having to wear masks and other PPE in the middle of a freaking pandemic. He's bothered by a $2 surcharge. Got some more intel. Uh, this comes from someone on the European Tour, maybe a looper, somebody like that. Uh, he's the cheapest man on all tours. <laughs> so many stories. He always carries a backpack so he can stash away food from the lounge. Smart guy. Tea bags. He would share like tea bags with some French lads. This person saw because you can reuse tea bags at least a few times. That's disgusting. He's reusing tea bags. Guys made seven million. And then third, he he would play in the morning. Go back to the hotel by you know one p.m. and then turn <laughs> return to the course around like five or six p.m. for dinner in the players' lounge to save on a meal. Which you know, uh, I've as heard, we saw here at Kiowa, I've heard we got reports, popped with a hefty tab last night. I've heard reports of similar things with with the Kucher family. No, are you just making that up? No, this is this is all unconfirmed rumors where. I've heard, you know, the Kucher family, not just Matt, is expected to eat any meal available in player timing. Really? Yikes. Okay. So, yeah, Fratelli's with Larkin Gross, who is now a favorite of the Shotgunners. All right. He might be one of us. Or we might have gotten bad intel. We could have gotten bad intel. He might have never even heard of this show before. So that's good, too. We'll find out tomorrow. We're still pulling for Larkin. All right, what other tea times do you like? All right, I got a, one other one that's just, it's almost just cruel and unusual punishment. Rich Beam, Sean McKeel, and Y.E. Yang. That's not fair to Y.E. Why do those guys want to play together? They're all going to go out there and shoot like 90. Say, what's the highest score in the group? What's the low score in the group? Over I mean, days? can Beamer get drunk? I, you know, that's the thing. I, I think he plays best nowadays with a few, a few adult beverages. Him? You know, not uh, not, not athletics. Athletic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, 
I mean, that's the quirk of these PGA or of these majors. As much as you can't we holler spread about. them around, you can't put them all together. What it's going to take them like seven hours to play. They might not even be able to hit some fairways they out there. They might not be able to clear some some of the to get to the fairway on several holes. That is interesting. I that's not going to have a big following. I don't think on uh, on site with fans or on streaming if they even are on streaming probably not a featured group on espn plus all right burger stricker captain stricker and the town in the town crier billy ho no (laughs) no yeah the bearded the bearded town crier he came in disguise I've been. I uh, I went down to the down to the town center market here it's at Kiowa. It's called the town market. The town center market this morning, and I I was sitting out on a on a patio chair, eating some breakfast, waiting for Billy Ho to make his morning rounds. With the town <laughs> crier, has got to go down to the town center, and uh, I was disappointed he wasn't there. So I wonder if he was out there earlier or something. I I got to figure out. What Billy Ho's schedule is for where he makes his proclamations for the day. He comes around this corner with his bell while you're eating <laughs> breakfast at the town market, town center. Just seems like a place he might hang out at. He's just making announcements. They asked him about the course. Of course, he was on TV. He got, he got you know, had to have his opinion out there. But that, um, that, hit, that gives me legitimate concern. That, you know, because this is the PGA oh, America, Stricker probably calls, <laughs> says, I want to play with these guys, get some more intel. So Billy Boy won the match play. He might be sort of in the running. He's he's on the periphery. Stricker's got an eye on him. Berger, of course, would be a solid candidate as well. Yikes. So speaking of that, speaking of Ryder Cup captains, I think this might be a little bit of gamesmanship. Maybe some a game within the game here, the PGA, Who's yanking on... Patrick's uh, chain. They paired Patrick with Phil uh, and Jason Day. Jason Day doesn't have like a net jets outing. He's going to skip for, you know, Thursday just to withdraw. Um, yeah. What, why doesn't he get to play with potential Ryder Cuppers? They're not. I mean, he can go to the BMW PGA for that, you know? Yeah. They, they're just, they're throwing their weight around. Go to Wentworth. Instead, putting him with Phil, who's probably just going to spend time trying to sabotage. Interesting. Phil may not. Yeah. Phil might. Phil might get you know some under the table money and then sabotage the Americans back. That's true. He Phil could be a gun for, for hire. Business, right? yeah. yeah, he's very open for business. <laughs> you know, one of the things I think that gets lost, and I'm Patrick Harrington. He became one of the best players in the world using the fat shafts. I think it's time to bring them back. We they saw might be Wilson really good in the wind here. You hear a whoosh. <laughs> like, think about how much speed you'd lose with the fat shaft teeing off here into the wind. But you might pick some up downwind. Yeah. Maybe Bryson should look into it just since he's figuring, figuring out, out shafts. Figuring out UFOs. He had some talk oh, on Sirius about UFOs and I don't know. There are some crazy quotes. He's talking about time travel. Did you to figure out how shafts work by traveling into the future? Did you see those quotes? And I mean, I saw. Yeah, I I don't recall them exactly, but I did see them. I know they're nuts. But. They're they're absolutely crazy. I let me find one of them. Um, Thick boy is uh, while we while we're here. Thick Boy is playing with, uh, who's he? He's with Hideki and Morikawa, power pairing. Good group. That's a featured group. That's one more. Yeah, that's one streaming. Um, then also other groups that I got down here. We've got, uh, we've got Lowry, Shane Lowry, Dustin Johnson, and Sergio. New, new signed on with an old friend, his old. Equipment provider today. I don't know why that was big news. It was, uh, who cares? Do you care about what's in players' bags? No, I don't. Well, I heard an interesting Sergio story. Why do you get so much what's in the bag content? Well, because the OEMs float the bills for a lot of these big I don't know who's interested in that. Obviously, a lot of people are, but I I don't care. Okay, what's your interesting Sergio story? I heard some, some tales from 2012 where Sergio was acting like a, 
a, a petulant child. No, not Sergio. He, they were tales allegedly of Sergio costing his playing p- competitors multiple shots, hitting like walking through through lines because he was throwing his little fit, hitting shots at the exact same time. You know, hitting what? during having, the major. Yes, during the major. They're huh. alleged. You know, like he b- cost his playing partners two to three shots. And possibly quotes from playing partners that never got released. Really? Yeah. How do quotes not get released? Somebody buried them? Buried them. They got good quotes and didn't go. That sounds like some anti-journalistic practices. I have more problems with those people burying quotes. But but the last time he was here. Really? Walking through lines? Hitting simultaneously? Mm -hmm. To the point where. Why did they sock him? Well, there was a storm that hit. And it might have, might have come to blows if the storm didn't hit. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I'm gonna have to look who he was with, paired with there in that 2020 PGA. Uh, is something going on with DJ? By the way, what do you mean? There's all sorts of weird rumors about DJ. Oh, there's always weird rumors about DJ. But why did you cancel his press conference today? That got moved back. Sandwiches. And they did PGL. They didn't tout him as uh, one of the featured groups. Number one player in the world. And they put him with, they didn't even like tweet about it or share about it. We had front of the program saying like, what's going on or hearing stuff, r- rumors, like nothing verified at all. But like, it was just odd. They didn't, they didn't tout him as a featured group. They bumped him down and then his press conference got. Maybe back. they're upset that they. He might be hurt a little still. That uh, he he's finally going to end the long, um, you know girlfriend to um, engagement you pip? know yeah pip marriage yeah the pip marriage although he may not be interested in pip the pip is not enough sugar i guess to keep him around who knows well he's doing backflips off boats for the pip That's does that count for his pip true. i don't know because that got a lot of impressions <laughs> and would that be deemed positive all right bryson, some, here's the bryson quote. okay you want it yeah there's either one person like a tony stark individual that is doing things that we can't explain, which is definitely in the realm of possibilities. This is about existing technology that can explain UFOs. Yeah. I would say the probabilities of that are less than potentially us being future time travelers that are able to come back with technology that we've never seen. I mean, that's definitely a possibility too. But personally, I think it's some other life that we don't understand or know of as right now. I'll tell you what. This this whole thing... Makes me like Bryson more. Oh, God. It makes me kind of want to hang out with him. I, I, I'm very, the fact that he talked, he talked for 20 minutes about UFOs. I saw the thick boy wandering through the, through a lobby. Yesterday. I kind of want to hang out with him. I, I got Should lots of questions over? for him. Get, yeah. Suck up this on is the kind milk? of thing that I would like to talk about with him. I don't care about, you know, his, his weightlifting program, but I, I am very much interested in, in his, and his thoughts on UFOs. Where are you on him this week as a contestant? I don't really like the place for him. Why? Um, I think I think he built his... I think this golf course is the opposite of what he built his game around. It's long. People are going to look at the length, right? But he built his golf game. And, and this is... He's one of the best players in the world. So if he plays well, yeah. I'm not... You know, like, he's great. He yeah. can play well anywhere. Yeah. But I, th- I think he built his game around... It goes back to the Brooksy at, at the PGA at, at Bethpage. He built his game around playing well at that style of golf course where he knows if he hits it far enough, you know, it doesn't really matter where it ends up as much. You know, he hits it really straight for how far he hits it. But I think he's going to run into some... You know, it's just... The course, there isn't enough corridor space for how far he hits it in certain certain instances. That said, he could play great. I think he just has to hit the ball so well, and I'm not sold on like his short iron game and and, and just being as precise as he needs to be out here. Um, that being said, he's the fifth ranked player in the world, so he could play great, and I wouldn't, you know, that wouldn't shock me either. Uh, do you think his length matters? I mean, of course, his length matters, but like, 
we're again sleeping on the length of like for the second shot and the third shot. Or, you know, he's a great really, long iron player though. That's right, the thing. Like right. it, he, when it comes to long irons, he's one of the best long iron players. There's a lot of stuff to like about him. And, but then, you know, he's the fifth ranked player in the world. There's a lot of stuff to like right, about every player in the top 10. Okay. Like you can sell like Patrick Reed. You look at Patrick Reed, you're like, well, you know, like, Everybody's going to be missing greens and there's, you know, nobody really better around the greens than Patrick Reed. Right. You know, you look at even like Terrell Hatton, you look at he's won. uh, He's played the major he's played best in is the open championship. And he's won two Dunhill links like uh, exposed golf courses with wind. Um, You look at, I mean, Rom, like he's probably the player with the least amount of holes in this golf course is going to test every aspect of your game. Like this is, you know, the thing you go down the list and you can just keep going through it. Rory, you know, there's tons of stuff to like, he played well here in, in 2012. Like you've yep, won heard. the last start. I've heard. Yeah. His last start. Absolutely. What else? Any other tea times that you, like? uh, I got some go? more. Yeah, let's go. Come on. Westy Hovland and Shoffley. Oh, that's a great tea time. That's wonderful. Tea good. time. Okay. I mean, I might be watching that. I gotta see what time they're off. Buzz around Hovland as a favorite. Tons of buzz. So, it's uh, you darted across from one hole to the next because you saw, oh, it's Westy. You just start like galloping over to this other hole. He wasn't even hitting. I think he'd already hit when you saw him, and just I had never seen you so happy. Westy's off at eight twenty-two on Thursday. Do you think? Uh, I think JT said this, that there's a possibility for like a late draw, late early type yeah. of real advantage like you would. At totally. A Why? Because of the wind. It's a, yeah, say, but isn't it, it just going to be, they're well, not getting rain. Or you could anything. get like, you could get a calm morning one day. Calmish, yeah. And yeah. it would say you get a calm morning one day and then the next morning, next morning it's blowing like, yeah. and that could be two shots okay. right there. It, that's one of the things with this major and what makes me feel like it's so wide open is it's like it could have an open like wipe out a, yeah half wipe out half of half the field right okay so westy's early westy's right, early 22. he's followed the group behind him is rory brooks and jt that's a good cluster it's a great cl- and then and then right behind them is morikawa matsuyama bryson if you're coming to this you know I, it's not it's not super easy to walk for the fans uh, just because it's sand, right? You know, there's yeah, no stable ground. But there's some good vantage points. That's true. Like it's not one of those places. Like you can get up on one of those hills and you can see pretty far. Like yeah. By the, the way, not to sound like Rory, it's great to be out there and have like feel like almost close to normal fans. You know, it was good to be back in a major. It's yeah, a- there are. So I, it reminded me a little bit of Chambers Bay in that, like the solid footing part. Not mm-hmm. of course in topography or anything like that, but like. That could have been tough. That was like a gravel pit, literally. And then you had the metadum fest. Like, it's just thick. It's not smooth walking. Could be snakes. That's the, that's the I thing to terrified. watch. Snakes. You're and trying gators. to walk me into these high brush areas. I'm wearing pants, I think, all week to protect for snake protection. Snake bite. I'm spooked by this. You tell me there's snakes? Everywhere. I saw. I jumped when uh, it was just a piece of like hay. That got blown in the wind. I thought it was a snake that scurried out of the bushes, and it was just a, a long piece of grass. I jumped. You got me spooked by these snakes. I, I, I don't watch out if you're the fans. I think there's some liability issues with all these people wandering through snake-infested, you know, brush. So, anyway, you think the gators are going to mosey on out? No, I don't think so. Last well, animal. We got to get in on the animal content game. We've been a little lacking. We saw a deer. We've seen. Yeah. I don't think we've seen a gator yet. I haven't seen a gator. Saw some birds. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else? Squirrels. Have we? Yeah. Dead dead squirrels. Dead squirrels. (laughs) You seemed emotionally upset by that as we rode by on our bike. That's sad. Dead squirrel. (laughs) I think I hit just about everybody on my list here. Oh, you got Fowler. You got Ricky. Ricky Tour He's Live. He's a feature group. I know. You got Ricky Tour Live with, with Adam Scott and Terrell. I didn't mention the... Uh... How come John Catlin didn't get a, a feature group <laughs> if Ricky got one? You know? He's with Big Shot Bob and Cam Champ. That would be a fun group to watch. Who is it? Big, Big Shot, Shot Bob and uh, Cam Champ. That's not a bad one. 
I I can't get over John Dale is in the field. How's he gonna get around? I don't know. He doesn't get a cart, does he? He's playing with Jimmy Walker and Jason Duffner. Oh, that's <laughs> that's a rough one. That's a rough one. Like I saw Jimmy Walker out playing by himself today. He looked lonely. Did look lonely. Didn't have a playing partner. Uh, here are your actual feature groups: Kepka, Thomas McElroy, Morikawa, DeChambeau, Hideki, Spieth, Webb, and Will Zalatoris. Ricky Scott Hatton, which you noted, and then Fleetwood, Rom, and Reed are another feature group. So, pretty good feature groups. Anything else you want to get to? I don't. I don't think so. Episode. I think that's about it. I mean, it is, what? You know, we got so much to talk about this week. All week, we're going to be going nightly. We'll probably delight in several amusements that that happen out there. We'll uh, follow the Instagram. We got on-site, you know, videos, hijinks, having a little fun. We'll try to try to bring you what we can from on-site while while not having any rights, <laughs> and not you know, don't want to get put under the thumb of uh, big rights holders. But we're having a little fun on the island. So follow us on Instagram at Shotgun Start Pod. Good. We That's good? good. I can't wait for this week. I, I will talk to you. Talk to you more. Yeah, we're all we're are over the moon about this. Uh, excited about this uh, major championship, and we'll talk to you Thursday after the first round. Mm-hmm.